Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that I had a miracle cure that would guarantee you and your family living to a ripe old age whilst feeling vigorous, fit and fabulous. Would you be interested? Well, I do. It's called Healthy Living. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. Healthy Living for Families Made Easy. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Orlina Kerrick. I hope you are feeling fabulous today. Just a little background update of how we're doing. I have to say, if you've been listening for a while, you'll know that I have been cycling to school with my children since just before Christmas. To begin with, it was challenging for my children and cold, cold in December and the beginning of January. And I have to say, we've really got to a stage where we're on a roll and totally love it. I totally love it. I now think, oh my goodness, I am so lucky to have this cycle through the wood as my journey to school. Isn't that absolutely amazing? So just a little bit of a mindset shift and really just persevering and suddenly it's amazing. On Monday, we couldn't go because it was raining and I was really disappointed Um, We went on Tuesday, so that was absolutely fine. And on Tuesday, I think it was amazing for me to go, okay, you know what? I really appreciate cycling, particularly as I don't have to get stuck in traffic in our tiny town at rush hour. So just a little note to keep persevering, keep persevering, keep persevering until it becomes amazing. Okay, today I want to talk about overeating again. So last week, we talked about how to stop overeating. And we talked about reframing things, reframing failures to think of them as golden learning opportunities. So if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, go back and listen to that. Today, I want to talk a little bit about fear. And this can be applied to all kinds of things, but we're going to apply it to overeating. And then we're going to have a look at a few specific areas or times when I see people really trip up. So let's have a little think about fear. And I have to say, this was something that I talked about in one of my coaching sessions. So with one of my trainers, um, I have coaches too, and I absolutely love being coached as well as coaching people. So I went to this training session, which was talking about fear and how fear holds us back from doing things. Now, my initial thought about this was, I just do things anyhow. I know that I'm scared and I just do them, particularly 
having trained as a doctor, there are oh so many things that you feel scared about doing and you just kind of have to get on and do them. So part of my training is to just get on and do things. But it is interesting that that's almost like numbing out the fear. And during this training session, I realised that sometimes I do just numb it out. So I know that it's there. I'm aware that it's there, but it's still kind of affecting me, even though I am aware of its presence. What I don't do is really examine that fear and sort of blow it all away. Now, one thing that came up in this training session was that we don't set boundaries because we are scared of something. And I think that for me was a big aha moment. Now, it doesn't matter whether this fear is in relation to overeating or in something else. I see it turning up in my parenting life. So I could say, I don't set strict boundaries with my children because I'm scared of their tantrums and I want to avoid their tantrums. So I don't set boundaries. Now we will come back to this in a minute, but have a think about where in your life are you scared of something so that you aren't setting boundaries. And another interesting thing that I think if we examine fear is that the other side of fear is a desire. And what is hiding behind that fear? So if we take the example of my children, what I really desire is a calm and relaxed family life where my children just automatically do what they want. And that is being masqueraded in that fear of if I don't set boundaries, they're going to have tantrums and that's going to take away that thing that I am looking for. Now, what I see a lot of people who talk about overeating saying is, I am scared of hunger. Now, I pause because I want that to sink in. Is that something that you are scared of? Is that something that is driving your overeating because you're scared of hunger? And I think examining hunger is really interesting. A lot of people are scared of hunger. What happens when you are hunger, hungry? Now, there are different ways of dealing with hunger. And one of the big things I would say is that there are different types of hunger. And the way the foods that we eat really affect our hunger. So if you're eating lots of refined carbohydrates, they are going to lead to a different kind of hunger than if you are eating fruits and vegetables. Now, what do I mean by that? The reality is, is those junk foods really spike our glucose levels. And that leads us to get into this habit of always wanting that glucose from an external force, an external source. So eating. So we get this idea that I'm hungry, I have to eat something. And really and truly, that is not the case. When your body is, should we say, calibrated properly, working properly, or it's just designed to do this, you're hungry, you eat, you wait a little bit, you don't eat, your body goes, hey, can we have some food, please? And you go, sorry, I'm busy. I'm running after a wildebeest or something like that. There isn't time for me to eat now. And your body goes, oh, okay, I'll just go and get some of that sugar from inside me. And your body is perfectly capable of doing this. And yes, 
it sometimes feels as hunger, but it comes in a wave and it goes when your body starts creating that glucose. And how does it create that glucose? It starts breaking down its stores of glucose. So you have stores in your liver and in your muscles. And, you know, then it starts breaking down fat. And if you want to lose weight, this is what you have to allow your body to do. So I think there are different types of hunger and different types of cravings. And we see this all wrapped up in cravings and emotional eating. And it's one of the reasons why I recommend doing a reboot. So when I work with my one-on-one clients, I walk them through a two-week reboot of looking at healthy foods that aren't going to do this to your body. So part of it is you've kind of set up this expectation for foods to give you a quick glucose release. And what you need to do is train your body to say, okay, it's not quick, but there's still glucose there. And I can get that glucose. I can get that energy. So a big part of it is eating healthy foods that are going to sustain your body all the time. But there is still this idea of, okay, I'm still scared of hunger. Now, I would add a caveat to this. If you are breastfeeding, then hunger is a different kind of hunger because your body is busy creating lots of milk for your baby. So I think it's slightly different. So if you're breastfeeding, I wouldn't say this applies to you. If you are breastfeeding, I would still say to you, eat the healthy foods. Because you can still eat as much as you want of those healthy foods. And they will nourish you. They will give you the things that you need to. But really and truly, I think what we need to do is have a look at those fears and think about them in different ways. So some questions that we can ask is, what is the worst that can happen? And you can use this question in any time. It doesn't have to be about overeating. So, you know, if I go back to my idea of my children and not setting boundaries, what's the worst that's going to happen? Well, they're going to have a long tantrum because they don't like whatever boundary I have set. If you're thinking about overeating, what's the worst that can happen? I'm going to feel hungry. I'm going to have big emotions because I'm going to get that hangry. And that's going to lead me to perhaps snap at my kids or other people. I'm not going to be able to focus. That's that's the worst that could happen. Or you can think of the worst case for you. And then the reality is your body's going to kick in and start giving you some glucose. Another question to ask yourself is what's the flip side of that? What is the worst that happens if I leave things as they are? So thinking about my children and boundaries and thinking about my desire. My desire is to get to a place where my children are calm and relaxed and family life just happens easily. If I don't set that boundary, what happens? Do we get there? No, we don't. The cost of inaction is not getting to where I want to get to. And if you think about the same thing, what's the worst that happens when you are constantly scared of being hungry is you're constantly overeating and then not getting to where you want to get to, not getting to that place where your body is the weight you want it to be and strong and exercising and all of those things because that fear is keeping you in place. So a few little ideas about just 
really having a look at our fears and facing them and thinking about them and almost getting friendly with them. And you don't always have to get that fear to disappear entirely. But being aware of it is really useful. It's almost like you're driving along and you're in charge and your fear is in the passenger seat and you can say, hey, hello, fear. I know you're here, but this is the route we're going. Anyhow, I'm in charge. I'm driving. This is where we're going, not you. So that is the first half of overeating and fear. And actually, after I recorded this, I decided that I would talk about overeating and dinner and how to not overeat in a separate podcast, which I will release next week. And then the week afterwards, we will have a look at mindful eating, which we have addressed before, but it's super interesting. Now, if you would like to come and chat with me, at the moment, I am offering a 30-minute stop overeating chat. And that comes with your own personal stop overeating roadmap, a plan of how you can stop overeating. And another chat, which I'm going to bombard you with chats, but I'm super excited because I've found a new exercise to do with people. And it is about taking your likes and your dislikes and turning your likes into your dislikes and your dislikes into your likes. And you think, how on earth can that be useful? But say, for example, you find that your weakness is chocolate and you can't stop overeating chocolate and you just kind of wish you didn't like chocolate. Well, I'm experimenting with this exercise. It's a thought exercise and seeing if we can change your likes into dislikes. And the the opposite side of the coin is you might think, oh, well, I know that I really need to eat more vegetables, but the problem is I don't like them. So it can be either way, a like to a dislike or a dislike to a like. Now, I want to experiment with my children on this, my older children, at least, not my younger children. And I have to say that there is a caveat to this. You have to want that change. So when I talk to my children right now and my oldest one says, I don't like aubergines and I don't like fish and I don't want to like them either. So if you're in that state of I don't want to change whether I like something or dislike something, it's clearly not going to work. But if you're thinking, okay, well, I'm prepared to look at that possibility, then come and reach out. We will have a 30 minute chat. You can book it at the same on the same link that I've sent you. As I say, I just want to test this out and see if it works, but it is super exciting. And um, I am looking forward to being able to offer this separately as a service. So grab it now whilst I'm still experimenting. So if you want to do either of those chats, it's either a stop overeating chat or uh, changing your likes and dislikes chats, then either reach out to me on one of my emails or you can book on the link that I have left in the show notes. Okay, next week, we will be discussing how to overeat, how to stop overeating at dinner, after dinner, and perhaps boredom is another one. I'm not sure if we'll have time to fit that all in. And remember that tomorrow's office hours are all about overeating as well. So come and sign up for the office hours. I will see you hopefully tomorrow, if not on the podcast next week. Bye-bye. so much for listening to this podcast episode. Remember, you can sign up for Dr. Orlina's Simple System to Healthy Living for Families at Dr. Orlina, D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash simple dash system. If you have enjoyed this podcast, 
I ask that you share it with somebody else who would also benefit so that I can reach more people and help more people live healthily. And lastly, if you are interested in working with a coach, then just email me at orlina at drorlina.com and we can set up a time to chat. Absolutely no obligation. I love chatting. So come and chat with me. Bye-bye.